0: Hello there. General Kenobi. Welcome
1: <laughs> to the Babblers Guild, where we watch and review films. And if you're lucky, a few TV series and games along the way. So come in, take a seat, grab yourself a drink and get comfortable. I'm Luke. And as always, I'm joined by the UK's leading kyber crystal expert, Jamie.
0: Hello there. Oh, well, here I'm he like, is. Ag,
1: but I am here. <laughs> We've already done it. Let's move on. Um, that's it. We're back for episode bloody four of the Obi-Wan Ken
0: Obi show. But before we get to that
1: um, shorter than usual episode, how are you?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm good. Um, a bit upset about the shorter than usual episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was as well. I, I, I'm, I think I messaged you when I saw it. It went live at about 10 to 8 this morning for us and I was like, it's live it's only 38 minutes <laughs> um, but you know I'm good um, just recovering from the bank holiday weekend um, you know <laughs> but, yeah I mean, yeah, of course but yeah it's good we've still got Kenobi we've got some good games out this month I'm oh, feeling God, really optimistic what about yourself? Um, you know what um, I'm actually doing very very well because um,
1: I don't even think I messaged you about this um, let me have a look see if I did because it could be a little surprise mm. um, no I didn't um so today I did um for my teacher training I did a thing called triangulation <clears throat> which is um basically everything comes together you get all your evidence together a big like 14,000 word document and someone from my university says boy prove to me that you've done all these standards and basically I prove to them that I've done all the standards and yeah, um so off. basically as of today I'm a proper teacher.
0: Hey, congratulations. I know, thank you very much. So officially
1: on the, what, what day is it? <clears throat> 8th of June, I am a qualified teacher. What U- the U- hell's UTS? going on? Hey. What the hell is going on? Amazing. Congratulations. A- absolute madness. So, it's a good time. And I have just been thinking, so the actual, the final episode of Obi-Wan will go up on my final day of training as well.
0: Oh. So it's so a nice going to be a day of final things.
1: Yeah, day of final things. Day of the final Obi-Wan, final day of training, and the final day I'll ever eat... A um, hot dog. Don't know why, but it will be. That's my covenant for the year. Ooh, strange prediction. I know, strange prediction. Um, but yeah, no, aside from that, I'm doing pretty good. And I have a um, Lego Star Wars update.
0: <sighs> have I'm, you got
1: the platinum? I have not got the platinum, but I'm on ah. 90, 98%. It's basically Ooh. the mop up. I'm doing the mop up. I've got a few few capital ships to do to get those little characters on there. And I think there's sort of a few missions left to do in Tatooine. But aside from that, um, yeah, I've got 98%. So then it's just. That a few must little... feel good. It does feel good. It's a few little trophies along the way. Like the. Um, We've got to ride every. What is it? Ride every
0: creature and vehicle? Every creature and vehicle. Uh, every creature in the galaxy, I think it is. Did that take a Not while, vehicle? For you? No, I got it by accident.
1: Oh, for God's sake. That's what I've been I trying I just... to
0: do. If you look up a guide on ones that you maybe haven't done, you'll probably get them quite quick. Um, There's some in the episode... Well, there's one in the Geonosis mission on episode 2 in the arena. Oh, you've got to do it in the missions as well. There's only one that's in a mission, I believe, and it's the one in Geonosis in the arena. You can ride one of the creatures. Oh, i rode all of them. Oh, then you've probably done those. Um, Jakku, I think, was the last one that I came across. Right, okay, I'll have to... um... I'll have to go back through that. But yeah,
1: 98%. So fingers crossed, I should have it this weekend. I'm going to try and spend Hopefully. a couple hours this weekend just like really focusing, smashing it out. So fingers crossed by the next episode of this, next Friday, I will have the bloody Platinum. And then I can, go back platinum. To, I can go back to the Ascent and try and Platinum that. Because there's still um, no games out that
0: I want to play. But no. you've got a game coming out. I have. I've got a couple. I mean, at the moment, I'm playing Until Dawn. I don't know if I told you this. I never played it when it first no, came out. No, you haven't. Uh, I never played it, and I thought I'd give it a go. And I was—I had my friends watching the screen share, and we were just absolutely hooked. Um, so I've done a couple of run-throughs on that, and I think I might go for the platinum trophy. Uh A, a couple of games coming out. So um, October, we've got Modern Warfare Two being released, Call of Duty, and yes, we actually it's just had been the reveal, doesn't it? Yeah, we have. We had the single-player reveal, like the campaign reveal today, uh worldwide reveal for that. So it looks really good. It looks like they're rehashing some. Old missions, or maybe not missions, but locations from the previous Modern Warfare series. Got a sneaky little peek of the fan favourite map, High Rise, which no doubt will be not only in the campaign, but also in the multiplayer. We were awaiting the multiplayer reveal.
1: High Rise is like one of those maps that I just remember every time it came on. I was just like, yes! Yeah, yes, everyone it's
0: <laughs> It was a fan favorite. It was a real good map to get a nuclear, uh, a tactical nuclear. Oh, that's on happened ev- kill streak. I think every time I was on that map. That happened without fail. Yeah, hail. it's very easy. There's a there was a set routine of getting a seven kill streak to get your Harrier strike, calling that in, getting your chopper gunner, and then gunning them through the window so you get your twenty five. So that should be quite fun. And also uh, F 2022. or oh, F 22, It's called. They're remodelling the. They're dropping the twenty and just going with the the second the last. Uh, I can't. Oh right, okay. Today. The last two. Ge- so rather than it being 2021 twenty twenty, 20 one, they're just going to call it twenty two. F one 22. F1, I mean, 22. That's it's because EA are taking over, so uh, they right, okay. bring it in line with FIFA, which just has the uh, number. Right. Uh, and that'll be quite fun. New generation of cars um, this year. See how the the performance is different. New career mode options. Interactive pit stops coming in as well. So pit stops before were all the same if you were playing on equal performance. That Once you went in the pit stop, unless you were doing it manually, which no one does, it just does it on autopilot, and it just throws you in. Yeah, wheels are on. It's about 2.8 seconds or 3.2, but you all get the same time, and then you back out. But now, when you're going down the pit lane, there'll be a little gate right before you turn into where your pit crew is, because you go down the, the main pit straight, and then you pull into the side, stop, they put your wheels on and there's a quick a quick time event that you've got to time your turn at the right moment and depending on how well you time your turn that will determine how quick your pit stop is right that's interesting so so do you think they're just trying to make well not make
1: add sort of like new smaller refined elements to sort of make it as real to sort of life as possible
0: well yeah that's it like in in real life you know there's a uh, uh, there can be a degree of error in pit stops so when you see yeah. a driver coming into the pits if it's one of your favourite drivers you don't just think, oh it's alright, they're in the pits you cross your fingers <laughs> and you hope that they're going to have a quick pit stop whereas on the game it's just unless you're having a wing change but even still it's a set time for anyone having a front ah, wing change right, okay. but with this it'll be oh yeah, if you time it really badly oh, the guns might lock up, like the, the pistons and That's they cold. might struggle to, to lift it on so it, it should just mean that it's not just going to be skill on the track you need a bit of skill in the pits as well and there'll be lots more places to make up time and and lose time as well oh that's i think that's that's nice
1: i think it's nice especially with sort of um sports games where they sort of innovate because you you, i find like i don't play sports games but uh, when i used to i sort of find that they don't really innovate that much it's sort of like you got the game and then when they try and do something else it's sort of surplus to the actual original game and people want yeah. the things before so it's nice with that that the sorting added adding things that aren't taking away from the core of the game it's sort of improving rather than adding
0: yeah I mean there's only so much you can do with a game like that because you're just driving a car around the track <laughs> yeah yeah <So laughs> they're they're increasing some of the customization options because you can do you do manual car setups as well so you, the downforce of your wings your, your camber your toe your tire pressure and they're giving a few more options with that so rather than your your wing down force being on a scale of 1 to 11 it's on 1 to 50 now so you can really right. fine tune it up to five times as much okay so it should be quite exciting i won't bore you with it for too much i know it's not your cup of tea but uh, i am quite excited for that one as well well honestly like i
1: think it's so nice that sort of like video games are sort of like one of those it's one of those things where it doesn't matter what your interests are there's always something for you, always. like, and I find that like fascinating. That because obviously, like films, there's not always going to be something out that you want to go and watch. that isn't, but games. There's always a game that you're going to want to play, and I think that's a really nice, a really really nice thing about games. Yeah. Um, like we said, we might talk about a few games in the future. At the end of this, we'll possibly talk about Lego Star Wars because that's sort of the most recent thing, and potentially. Touch on fallen order. I mean, we're going to talk about fallen order later on today, I assume, because there's quite I a bit of so. fallen ordery stuff in um, in this episode <laughs> of Obi One. But before we get to that, we're going to go to our um, and as I've been told by um, I'm not going to say who because it's someone very secret, but this is now a world famous segment Here we of go. the podcast. It is um, it's the perfect pour. Perfect pour of the week. Of the week. Okay, <laughs> this one this week is um it's actually one of my favourites. Um, it's just a classic. Um, and I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, I'd never known if it's lef or lefe. Lefe. Is it lefe? Yeah, Belgian beer. Yeah, it's honestly it's. Lef- I call it lefe. See, and I can never decide, so I just alternate between them for sake of arguments. I'm just going to say. The big L, the big L. So I don't have to pronounce it either way. Take anyway, the, L. the big L um, is a really nice beer. It is a Dane like you've just said, a sort of a. It's a blonde beer, um, and it's just really 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 nice and it's quite strong though it only comes in um 330 mil bottles unless you opt for sort of a bigger bottle but it's like a yeah you can't really have it all in one sitting because it's a 6.6 percent beer um yeah i know it's quite strong and apparently according to the bottle i don't know whether to believe it or not but it says anno 1240 so i'm assuming it's um the same recipe as they did in 1240 but anyway it's nice it's got a nice little foil top it's quite a fancy beer um, it is I don't often get it but I got it because it was um, Queen Liz's Jubilee <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought I'd get some fancy beers for a, um, a fancy lady um, so anyway here it is here's the opening it's actually a um, opposed to a can it's a bottle top so here we go don't know how loud that was but we got I that I can hear
0: it good
1: stuff right I'm going to pour it as usual and you know what already this has got quite a head on it it's quite a lively <laughs> it, hey it's quite a lively <laughs> yeah hey, <laughs> it, hey, hey. <laughs> it's quite a lively one but because of the glass i'm using i'm gonna have to take a picture of it incredibly quickly for you jamie so here it is is that you know what that might be you know what my camera's focusing on the laptop and not the beer great oh stuff right i've sent that to you what are you giving it um, out of nought to perfect
0: pour? Because I think the head's quite good on that. It is, yeah. It's nice and clear, that beer. It, it, you can tell it's, it's pure. It's, it's a, a pure beer. Looking looking you in can this. see the flavour in that. It's got a nice, almost like, amberish colour to it. It does, it's quite um, nice. But also being quite pale. And it's got a nice, foamy head. It does. You're I like as say expert. that is the perfect pour. Oh my
1: God, two weeks on the trot, perfect pour. but you obviously... Of the week. If you, the week. If you're, if you're listening to this on day one, which is a Friday the 10th, yeah, Friday the 10th, it'll be up on Instagram. Make sure you're having a look and vote if you think it's the perfect pour. Last week, it actually did get the perfect vote voted. So, just going to say, those bar skills are coming back. I'm just going to have a little taste. That's beer, right? We're go- we're gonna go in. We're gonna go all in straight away with this podcast, and I'm gonna ask you, Jamie, what did you think? Is it the best episode yet?
0: You're probably gonna either hate me or really like me for what I'm about to say. I <laughs> think it is the best episode of the series so far, <laughs> right. and I've seen a lot of people divided. Some people think it's terrible. I've seen Some this. Some people think as well. it's incredible. Yeah. I actually have enju- I, I actually was really enjoying it. And for me, it's been the best episode of the season or series so far.
1: You know, um, I'm sort of... I do, like, in my heart, I really want to say I thought this was the best episode yet. But I don't think it's the best episode yet. I preferred last episode, the one before. Yeah. But purely... For a story standpoint, but aesthetically, the pure content of this episode and everything that happened in it, and just just the pacing of it, it was a great episode. Like, yeah. I, I'd probably put it, if I was being honest, on par with the previous episode. For me, anyway. Um, and I didn't think the, the shorter runtime affected it like, no. at, at all, because... Not so little happened, but it was sort of a very small contained story, and the smaller runtime worked. I'm just excited to see again every episode. It makes me more excited to see what happens next.
0: Yeah, I'm always thinking I want more, more, more. I've said that every week. Um, yeah. With this, I was really happy. I, they left it on a bit of a cliffhanger last week with Leia being taken by Reva, and. I actually really, really love Leia's character in this. I think the little actress who plays her does such an amazing job. Yeah, she really does. I mean, a lot of child actors in things I find really cringy. And, and, but she plays the role so well, and I just think that it really captures the character of Leia as well. You know, she you can tell who she's going to grow up to be. So... Again, the pacing of the episode was good. It had a clear theme. You knew what was going on. You knew what everyone's objectives were and what they were trying to get out of it. There was a good amount of suspense, a good amount of action, and again, left it on a bit of a "oh, what's going to happen?" Um, yeah, which was quite nice. I think it was quite.
1: A, um, I think the only word I can sort of sum it up in is like a wholesome ending. Yeah, I think so. Um, but anyway, let's get into the story. And what has been happening during. So, Obi-Wan, it starts off with Obi-Wan. And, obviously, at the end of the last one, Vader got him in that fire, burned him. And then the loader bot picked him up and started to carry him away. And they called in the ship. Um, It starts with Obi-Wan, who's being transported on a ship. And he's sort of going in and out of consciousness, isn't he? And he doesn't really know where he is, what's going on. And then he gets dumped into a bacta tank and then he's still sort of in and out of consciousness doesn't know really what's going on and it's it scans over his entire body and it goes down his arm and then suddenly it sort of like cuts and the arm's gone and there's like a placement for where an arm should be and you you immediately go why is it vader and then like last time you sort of get these cross cuts of their it's like their what did what did we call it last time? Force dyad, isn't it? Force dyad, yeah. Yeah, where they're sort of connected and you get these cross cuts of both of these scenes of Vader in the back to tank while Obi-Wan's in it at the same time and it cuts over, across their bodies and it was just so nice of seeing like sort of them showing the duality between these characters.
0: Yeah I couldn't work out whether it was just a case that they happened to be showing them both in a back to tank at the same time to try and draw a parallel or if it was trying to show that they were connected and they could both feel the other one in the back to tank. And I think it's the latter because yeah. when we saw Anakin at the end of episode two in the back to tank and at the start of episode three being put into the suit, he doesn't really move. He's just chilling. Well, yeah, you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's just <laughs> yeah. there. Like, yeah, I'm just floating. He's pretty still. He's almost like meditating in it. Um, whereas in this episode, he was like writhing about and they were playing the voices from the discussion they had in the last episode, you know, the, the, the lines from that. So I think he can sense the pain. They can both sense each other's pain. Or I don't know if it's maybe pain on Obi-Wan's behalf and guilt and regret, whereas on Vader's behalf it's anger and frustration that he didn't kill him. Potentially it could be, and that's obviously
1: two incredibly strong feelings, and that's why their um, forces are sort of connecting with each other, because they're obviously... Very emotional, and those emotions yeah. are setting their force off. And it's that dyad is really, really connecting with each other. But they're on a planet, and um, I don't know if I caught it right. Is it a planet called Jabim?
0: I don't know. I'm pretty
1: sure, I can't remember. Pretty sure the woman says, You're on Jabim, if I caught it right. Um, potentially, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming he's on a. Planet called Jabim. You don't get to actually see the planet properly, you just sort of see the inside of a cave, really. So that's all we really get of that yeah. planet. Um, I didn't research it, I just wrote it down. I'd literally watched it probably an hour ago. So um, then we cut, don't we? To um, <laughs> my note just says, Leia in little handcuffs. Oh, bless her. It's, um, it did give me. Um, Reminiscence of the Simpsons movie when they try and put the little handcuffs on Maggie, yeah. and, and the, like little tiny handcuffs on her. Um, yes, yeah, so what did you think about that um, sort of like that whole, that whole scene about like layers in handcuffs and she's
0: being interrogated. It was a bit, a bit over the top for me. Because it's a bit of a poor interrogation tactic to put a child in handcuffs and start threatening them. And I know that it almost did like the good cop bad cop routine in the end with her um, trying to win her over, being nice. But for me, what I liked was how just unfazed she was at the beginning. Yes, like she completely was just like, unfazed. yeah, all right. I've been kidnapped already now. Like I kind of know what's going on. It is what it is, isn't it? <laughs> it is honestly. I
1: the like you were saying, the um, actress who plays it. You know what? I'm gonna to have to search it up right now because I can't just keep saying the actress. We've got actress. to give this girl some credit. Um, IMDb. We're going on IMDb. Um, not the official sponsor of the podcast. Um, come on, internet! Give me that load. Um, OB. But you know what? This is going to be a completely wild guess. But what do you get? What do you reckon her name is? I reckon it's like Sophie or something.
0: Um.
1: I don't know. I would say it's Vivian Lyra Blair. You know what? Um, you're actually bang on. <laughs> oh, wow. What a yes. Whoa. <laughs> it's Vivian Lyra Blair. Um, yeah, so it's Vivian Lyra Blair. Old Viv. Out of Viv. So we've got Vivian and she's great. She's honestly great in this role. Um, so she's handcuffed and it's sort of like a little cut between the scenes. just Just so you know that she has been taken by the third sister. It is the third sister, isn't it? Third sister, yeah. Third sister, and she's being interrogated. Then we cut back to Jabeem, and Obi-Wan is out of the back to tank. Um, he's obviously not fully healed because he didn't stay in there, so he's out. And then he comes across um, Ice Cube's son. Ice Cube's son, O'Shea <laughs> Jackson Jr. <laughs> yes, here he is. Because <laughs> I'd noticed that he was on the cast list, and I was like, who the hell is he going to play? Now, obviously, yeah, he's sort broken. of like... He's not not sort of a rebel, is he? The sort of, like... He's a part of the group who are smuggling. He's a smuggler. He's a Jedi smuggler, yeah. basically. Yeah. So he's a Jedi smuggler. And the most interesting part about that scene, I found, was that he calls Obi-Wan General.
0: He did, yeah. Yeah, it Good, got me it, it straight worked. away. So maybe... I thought, did he maybe serve the Jedi Empire? Potentially. Under during the Clone Wars. Was, it, was he maybe a... Uh... Or was he a senator? Was he a politician? Could have been a palace uh, he guard. He wouldn't have been a clone, been obviously, because he's he's not from New Zealand. Um, <laughs> no, obviously. Um, <laughs> yes, that, that famous. I did Star pick Wars up on Planet. that reference. General, yeah, General Kenobi.
1: Yeah, so so he just he, said general, so I thought that was interesting. That they're sort of putting that Clone Warsy stuff in it.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a throwback. It was a nice little nod. I was like, oh, there we go. There's another little little. People want to see Clone Wars flashbacks, but I don't think we're going to get them. Um, no I don't think we're going to win this series but
1: it has sort of likely been confirmed we are getting another series hasn't yeah. it so I think yeah, I'm not it's... sure how I feel about that but, um, yeah. I think it depends where, where the series goes
0: doesn't it because obviously it's depends been a massive it success yes yeah it, it depends where it ends because they kind of filmed it as a limited series so you'd think that it would have a nice conclusion that yeah this fills the gap for us we don't you know we nothing else happens until you know the um, a New Hope or, or, or whatever. So, yeah, well, you never know. They, they could have filmed multiple endings and then just stick one out,
1: whichever yeah. they want to, if it was successful or not. Because um, with Solo, they. You didn't finish Solo, did you? No. So, at, you do know at the end about Darth Maul? Yes. So, yeah, so anyway, so apparently they'd filmed numerous characters to appear on that. So, I think they'd filmed, I think it was about six different characters. Um, yeah, I... And then they didn't decide which one they were going to put in until sort of like it was about to release, and they were like, "Right, put the mall cut in." So uh, they could have could have done it with this. So they could have filmed two or three different endings, if it was really successful, an ending where yeah, they can legal, carry it on. Yeah. So you, yeah, you never know how it works. Anyway, um, I found it interesting that. Um, Obi-Wan when they're talking about um, Darth Vader has already adopted calling him Vader even though yes. now he knows it's Anakin because I feel like
0: naturally he would have said Anakin. Unless he's realising that Anakin truly is gone. Or, Potentially. You know, I think he tries to convince him to come back uh, and, and even though Yoja is calling him Darth Vader mm. in episode 3 he's saying anakin's gone he's been consumed by lord vader yes um but obi-wan still calls him anakin and tries to get him back and he says you've allowed this dark lord to consume your mind i don't know if he's talking about darth vader being the dark lord or palpatine potentially I palpatine. but i always i always thought palpatine but now i'm thinking has he said is he essentially saying you're letting darth darth vader consume you and he still thinks anakin's there until anakin's burning and then he thinks yeah anakin's gone now and then he still thinks when he finds out that he's alive or maybe there's maybe Anakin's there maybe I can find Anakin and then when he sees him on Mapuzo, um what <laughs> planet, he realizes yeah Anakin's gone that's not Anakin anymore and now he's like yeah he's Vader he's full of hate he's tried to burn me but that that's not Anakin
1: I get where you're coming from. Cause maybe he's in
0: denial. Maybe he doesn't think it is Anakin. He might be in denial. You never know.
1: Um, until there's got to be a point where the mask comes off and, he, and he's like, oh, my bloody God, it's
0: bloody Anakin, my Padawan. He's like, come or, back. Um, no one but, else in the universe knows it's Anakin, so maybe he doesn't want to say and have the shame of, that was my Padawan, who's now killing potentially. Your friends. We never know. But like you were saying, he obviously when he says this Lord has consumed
1: his dark, you've let the Dark Lord consume you, like, you, no one's ever referred to as Palpatine um, or Darth Sidious as Lord Sidious, I'm pretty sure. That's not... But
0: Lord Vader. They have Lord Sidious, yeah. Is um, it? When... Uh, is it Viceroy Gunray? Uh, I want to say his name. Maybe. The guy... Oh, Newt Gunray.
1: Is that him? Newt Gunray is one of the um, the Trade Federation
0: Yeah, the um, other one, people. Viceroy. Is it Viceroy? Yeah. When Anakin's about to kill him, he says, Lord Sidious, promise us peace. Oh, does he? Oh, I didn't yeah. realise that. Oh, right, okay. Um, and then when they give, he gives the Order for Order 66, the clones say, it will be done, my lord. Ah, well, okay. But yeah, I don't know who who he's talking about in that scene. Because mm. they don't who support knows? him Lord Vader quite a lot.
1: Well, next week we'll try and get... Um old george lucas on the podcast and see what he has to say um, i doubt he
0: knows to be honest
1: i doubt he knows either um anyway this episode is basically a rescue mission it's a prison breakout that's yeah, what is. this is it's great it's a prison breakout through and through um and through the whole episode we see obi-von kenobi trying to get his powers back and they
0: do slowly through the episode start to creep back in yes he channels the force and does a bit of it. Are we, we going to jump straight to that bit? We're going to talk about that uh, moment, or do you want to? No. We'll, oh, we'll the first it's... bit when he's on the ship with the little. Yes, and he moves that little.
1: Uh, okay. um, little I don't know. Yes, yeah, little piece of metal, isn't it?
0: Yes. Yeah, so
1: he's trying to <laughs> sort of get his powers back, and he decides, right, I'm going to try it on this little metal thing, and he's like, oh, and he moves a little bit, and you think, oh the power's coming back coming back a little bit more Um, and it does like we'll talk about later on, it does start to come back but I still think he's going to have to have this big kick of Qui-Gon
0: Force Ghost to really bring him back to his full strength like he was before Oh, I think so something's going to happen isn't it and he's really going to need to get himself back in the mindset to, I, th- I think there's going to be a showdown between him and Vader and Mustafar if the leaks are correct definitely, um, definitely. Are, and I don't know if again we can talk about it, it's near the end but I assume Leia will end up getting kidnapped again <laughs> and uh, then, probably and taken to Mustafar and that's when he'll have to be like right I need to go face Vader and you know, the rematch of a century I need to be as strong as I was then and you know I think that's where it's going if it does, then if they don't play the music,
1: just the, literally just put the track on where Anakin and Obi-Wan are fighting in episode yeah. three. Just get that music on and uh, and you will win over everyone and it'll be amazing.
0: Yeah, I think that would be a, a good soundtrack for it. It would be the soundtrack's been The soundtrack's been good. Like the, it has. It f- has been good all, all series. The The camera work, I think, has been a bit dodgy, as I said last week, but I noticed the camera's always shaking. Uh, I'm assuming
1: it's all intentional they wouldn't have put wouldn't it in be. they'd have done some stabilising if it wasn't intentional
0: yeah but it's always wobbling a little bit
1: yeah I think they're trying to go for that personal handheld theme yeah. aren't they with it and always oh, it's spooky and scary yeah I think especially when it's sort of
0: like the Vader scenes there's quite a lot of close-ups isn't there yes there is on his mask you don't tend to see him full body in good lighting either no you don't it's
1: sort of when it's it's full body it's quite dark isn't it Um, anyway we cut back to Leia being interrogated and I've just written down as a note interrogating a ten year old lol (laughs) that's all I've put it was a bit funny wasn't it I did think it was ridiculous that she's just like shouting it like really interrogating a ten year old it's ridiculous and then she's just sat there a bit like... <laughs> I know, she's just <laughs> like, she does She is, she's literally just like, try harder. I'll it's never like, tell
0: you. <laughs> she's even doing good cut bad cup against the good cut bad cup And she tries to use the Force, doesn't she, to read Leia's mind, and Leia's just looking at her like, you're good, bro. <laughs> you're shocking like, a bit there. not going to work, it's not going to work, and it doesn't
1: work, because obviously we know that Leia it's is force actually sensitive. a... Force-sensitive. Yeah, Force-sensitive, proper good mm. Force-user.
0: Um, I've Whereas our friend, is it... What was his name? Kamile... Kamal Nanjiani. yeah, Kamal Nanjiani. He um, he didn't last so long with the force <laughs> interrogation.
1: No, not really. He lasted about five seconds. So he's yeah. definitely not force sensitive. Um, the next note I've written down is just Tie Fighters. Yes, please.
0: Pew pew pew. <laughs> it was great. They were just
1: like all hung up in that little um, in the what is it Fortress Inquisitorius or something? Fortress Inquisitorius. Yes. Yeah, so the Tie Fighters were all hung up. So basically, they. Obi-Wan's on this big undercover mission now and they've got this woman who's got clearance for the Empire and stuff and she goes they both land and there's all these TIE fighters oh oh, yeah yeah and the way they get in now the way they get in this is where we have all these bloody big links to um, Fallen Order isn't it yes so Obi-Wan's on. underwater, isn't he? It's just, it's basically... With his rebreather! Yeah, with his... Re- I've read that down, I put, I put Obi... I put Obi-Swimming rebreather, re- baby! That's what I put. <laughs> <laughs> um, straight back to Phantom Menace. It is, it actually is. Straight back to Phantom Menace. It's like the same one, but it basically is a live-action version
0: of the mission from Fallen Order. It is, exactly. It parallels it so much. There's so many similarities between it. Um... It's, it's, I do think it's at the same one. I was like, oh, it must be, yeah. Because at first I said they were going to the Mustafar system. I assume they were going to Mustafar, but that planet must be. It's right to next Mustafar. to it, yeah. It's on yeah. It's the planet next to it, yeah. Yeah, so, um, Mustafar, we know, is where Darth Vader's temple is, um, which looks exactly the same. I thought at first they were going to Darth Vader's temple because it looked the same as that, but no, it wasn't. It was, um, but yeah. Yeah, they are very They got the similar. clearance, didn't they? They did well, she didn't the clear have the clearance, well. but yeah, then she but just she... said, "Well, I should do," and they went, "Okay." So.
1: <laughs> yeah, that guy was really scared of her. She's like, "Why well, should I tell the Grand Inquisitor?" And also, that's a point. She says, "Well, maybe I could let the Grand Inquisitor know." So, if she's saying that and he's believing that, then all the little grunts don't know that the yeah. Grand Inquisitor is dead.
0: Or maybe they all know that he is alive, and it was just a little nod.
1: Um, well, yeah, obviously he's alive, but obviously they don't know he's been stabbed because he hasn't shown sure. up yet, has he? So uh, they still think everything's no. probably tickety-boo. Um, anyway, he um, swims up through this little vent, not vent, like a big hatch from the water, and he's up and he's in to the fortress. Um, I enjoyed seeing the variation of the probe droid, that seeker droid.
0: Yeah, there's uh, been a few different droids, haven't there, uh, like that. And this one was... He was very curious.
1: He was very curious. It's sort of like a sentry, isn't it? Like a, it's a, yeah. if, if you haven't watched the episode yet, it's basically... Imagine a... Um, imagine a... Um, what are they called? The actual ones. Probe droid. Imagine a probe droid where it's that sort of big black box, but take the top and the bottom of it and it sort of looks like a minstrel (laughs) not oh my god not not that minstrel all the sweets so the chocolate (laughs) confectionery (laughs) so in the uk um if you don't know we have um these little little chocolate round discs by um a company called galaxy and they're called minstrels um i don't know why they're called minstrels but they are Um, You know what, I'm going to search this right now. Why are galaxy minstrels called minstrels? Just to clear this up. um, It's probably
0: probably not something we should (laughs) worry about. (laughs) I'm going into it. Galaxy minstrels. I feel like it has bad connotations to the past. It does, but we're going
1: in. I want to know what galaxy minstrels, why they're called minstrels. Galaxy minstrels, here we go. Galaxy Minstrels are a milk chocolate buttons with a hard glazed shell sold in several cl- countries including the UK, Republic of Ireland, South Africa, Kenya, Cyprus, Malta, Canada and Spain. Um, I don't think it actually says why they're called minstrels. It does Oh, wait. Um, slogan? I think they're owned by M&M. Um I have no idea. Um but anyway, they're called minstrels. Um And this droid looks like one. <laughs> yes, this droid is shaped like a little little minstrel. If you go on Google, have a search, and it's shaped like one, but it's got like three little red dots on the front. Now that was a information... you know, usually when we search for things on this show, we usually find the answer. And we do, yeah. There, there actually isn't. It doesn't say why it's called
0: Minstrel. Yeah, they're probably trying to cover it up.
1: <laughs> I mean, I I assume so. It's, it's not good. <laughs> no, no one's said anything yet, though. Um, yeah, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, um, so yeah, it looks like a little um, UK chocolate. Um, and then um, that's sort of all floating around. And then the person who they're trying... To um, who's sort of got this clearance code, somebody sort of rats them out for a second, don't they?
0: Yeah, briefly.
1: That was, that,
0: that was a pause to let you continue. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I only remember like the um, in the way that she she wants to get through the gate, doesn't she? And she's got the and then he lets her through, and then. She goes in and then she's working all the monitors, but then someone comes in and goes, "You're not supposed to be here." Yes, that's what he and does. And then she beats them up. Yes, there we go.
1: So she beats them up and she basically leaves them out cold, doesn't she? And he's out cold. She does, yeah. <laughs> and all the while, while this is happening, Obi Wan's in a corridor where there's one like, of these. Tala, secret- Tala. Yeah, yeah where he's, are like, you? <laughs> he's like, "Where are you?" And then there's this seeker droid on the other side of the door and then these two stormtroopers come and then she finally gets back to the microphone and she says ben and over this little speaker it just goes ben and the two stormtroopers turn around um just a note though i've just written down so happy that stormtroopers are back like
0: stormtroopers are they just like are the image of star wars aren't they they are, and they're giving them so much more personality than you saw in the original films. Uh, I know in all the games and everything, uh, particularly the Lego games, the Stormtroopers are always having a bit of banter with each other, like, you know, it's like Dumb and Dumber usually, isn't it, with Stormtroopers they're just there like what what time are you going, I never get to leave I'm always here mopping the floors <laughs> you, um, you're always like doing that. this like Bristolian accent <laughs> like, farmer accent, like Somerset man, that's what you're doing every week well at least when you mop the floors they give you a mop, I have to use my toothbrush um, <laughs> it's that kind of banter though between the Stormtroopers, isn't it, it's always like jokey things like, oh I don't want to be here, um, no I don't want to be here either and so it's great that we get to see that because stormtroopers are like just quite humorous as well as being a death squad um yeah (laughs) i don't think you know what i don't think anyone's
1: ever said that in the history of anything you know what they're quite humorous but
0: they're a death squad. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that that little snippet could be taken out of context. Of course, I am talking about the stormtroopers. I mean, stuff. obviously, it's uh. about the stormtroopers. <laughs> um,
1: but honestly, it's great to see them like back in like full force. Obviously, we've seen snippets of them in other series and like Rogue One and that. But it's sort of nice to see them because it is it's that classic Star Wars, and that's what you want to see. Like, like obviously, as much as I like the prequels. Um, <laughs> And as much as I have watched the sequels, um, that it's just it's just not as good as the original Stormtroopers. Like any variation on them, I just want the original. Yeah, give me I the do. original. Give me. They're it fantastic, back. and they just have the given it back. Um, the
0: the sequel Stormtroopers, no, not a fan
1: no it's i mean the design's okay but you know but well, we'll get onto that in like 55 weeks time or however long <laughs> this takes um the powers the force powers i've just wrote back forces back baby when he sort of like he's like i need to use the force and he moves that box in the background and it distracts the stormtroopers like he's got control of the force
0: yeah it's coming back he starts using it more and more each time, more progressively, and with a bit less effort each time. Uh, well, not less effort. It, it does take a lot out of him. But with some things, it's like you can see he's suddenly... Okay, I can do this now. Okay, I can do that now. Um, and then, yeah, he, he distracts the troopers and then slashes him up a little bit, doesn't he? Yeah, I'll talk about that in a moment.
1: Like We'll go back to the stormtroopers and slashing up in a second. Um, so I've just got a point to make about it, which I find which I found a bit interesting but um, it goes sort of like back to Leia there now and she's sort of um, just like basically taking the mick out of the the third sister and she's basically playing the same game she is and the third sister's not winning because as smart as the third sister wants to be she's letting the anger consume her and the want for power consume her and it's not working in her favour, and Leia is outsmarting her tenfold, isn't she?
0: Well, there was that old game show. Are you smarter than a ten-year-old? And she's oh yeah, and she... she's not. No, she was on it, wasn't she? She was on it, and not um, Ant um, and Deck. It was,
1: who, not, and Dec. it was
0: um, Dick and Dom, Dick wasn't and it? Um, oh, Noel Edmonds as well for a little bit. Oh, was it? Oh, I didn't know Noel that. No, Edmonds also did it. Yeah, um. but it was Dick and Dom as well. Yeah. And I think in in America, isn't
1: it called, like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Or fifth something? grader or something along are those Are you smarter lines. than a fifth grader? It doesn't really roll no, off the tongue. Mm. Definitely doesn't. Hmm. Well, that's funny, isn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, Leah. Le- Le- Leia. Leia is basically just taking the third sister to the bloody cleaners in intellect. Um, and then Obi Wan finds his way into basically the center of the fortress, and there's just an absolute ton of dead Jedi.
0: Well, this is the thing are they dead? I think are they, they are. in stasis? I, I think they're trophies. I think they're ones that okay. they've killed and shoved in. Interesting. Yeah, I couldn't decide whether they were or not, but it makes sense because what reason would they have to keep a youngling frozen? exactly Yeah. And so it maybe leads, they are
1: it leads me to my other point of when that um, the what's her name the imperial spy woman uh, Tala when Tala goes into the um, sort of like main meeting room of the inquisitors did you notice what was around the room I didn't so all the way around the room is display cabinets and surrounding the entire room is lightsabers and I'm so assuming lightsabers of it, yes. the, the Jedi lightsabers of the Jedi in that other room so I'm assuming yeah. when they kill them they take them, put them on display so it's sort of like, look Lord Vader we've <laughs> this, these are all the Jedi we've
0: hunted down uh, and then he can inspect them all work out who's who and know who's out yeah. there And, and I the, think it would make sense for them to be dead as well because if there were that many Jedi they wouldn't want to keep them in like some form of stasis in case exactly, someone came yeah. in and released them and then because, oh we've got a thousand Jedi yeah it'd be
1: ridiculous <laughs> Yeah, um, thank God General Grievous isn't alive, or he'd be absolutely ransacking that place for lightsabers. That collection. Honestly, he'd be like it's like crack. It's like
0: some it's like... fine additions in
1: there. <laughs> it is, it's like absolute crack cocaine for him. Honestly, he's <laughs> addicted to them lightsabers. Honestly. Um, anyway, she basically gets ratted out by the third sister. Um, the third sister's about to really torture Leia, and then the um, Tala basically. Comes in, saves the day, say, to distract the third sister. Um, Doesn't really work, does it? She's sort of like
0: ratted out immediately. She's straight through that bluff. Yeah, straight straight through through it. No, she's lying. Um, And and that's when it gives uh, old Ben time to get in there, doesn't it? Yeah, now this is the bit with what you were saying about Stormtroopers. Yes, I jumped ahead a little bit.
1: Um, I've written down. Stormtrooper's armor is sort of lightsaber proof question mark. Yeah. It kind of just
0: it was like hitting them with a a hammer.
1: Yeah, like that first bit where he jumps down and it gets the first one. It was almost as if he was trying to like hack away. He looked like a lumberjack hacking on a tree. Yeah. Like his lightsaber couldn't couldn't quite get through the armor. So that puts in my
0: mind. Does that mean a blaster is deadlier than a lightsaber? Because a one blaster well, shot goes through. Well, I mean, the lightsabers can go through Clone Trooper armor. We know that. We saw that in Episode 3. Um, we also see Yoda manage to chop their heads off. I'm just wondering if it's, again, it's trying to show that he's not as strong as he used to be. Because he's holding the lightsaber quite heavy at that point. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. kind of like the way Rey holds the lightsaber in Episode 7, where she's like... Ugh, ugh, ugh. It's it's not quite as clumsy as that, but he's he's clearly struggling, and I feel like I'm sure I've read somewhere that while they're using the lightsaber, they channel the force to make it almost lighter that they can. Ah yes, maneuver I've heard that easier. as well. Yeah. And so maybe again, it's showing that he's not fully. Um, I can't think of the word, uh, O'Fay with the lightsaber anymore, and he's not... He's oh, not my word, O'Fay, bloody hell, very He's fantasy. maybe struggling with the lightsaber, and he's not as connected to the Force, and it's making it difficult for him to chop up a lonely little stormtrooper. Well, not lonely, he's got friends there. I mean, I mean
1: he did have friends there until he got lightsabered. Uh, yes. That was a great scene. I love that little
0: rescue scene where he's rescuing her from that weird torture device. It was really good, um... The tension was really building up, I thought at first. Are they actually going to, like, torture her a bit? Or is she going to be able to withstand it? Um, but no, he was there, saviour, got her out. Oh, she's been rescued for the third time this series, yay!
1: <laughs> yeah, she's just constantly getting rescued, isn't it? But that's obviously sort of a parallel to how she is in the actual series, because she is constantly getting rescued, isn't she? She's uh, But then she's suddenly sort of like the saviour, isn't she? Like, when she saves Han and everything like that. Does that mean that she's going to end up saving him later on then? Uh, potentially, yeah, so potentially. And then she might, then Jabba's going to come back. There's going to be Jabba. He'll come back. Um, and it might have been his vendetta. might. might. It might, She might do him over for some money or something. And and he's like, right, I'm going to bloody get that, that woman one day. And then finally <laughs> he does in, in the final Star Wars film, because there isn't any sequels. Him. No, she does choke mm-hmm. him with that chain. Um, the, um, this is the part of the episode where it's basically no-holds-barred action, lightsaber, this is what you want from Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, it's great.
0: trying to escape, isn't he? And they, they regroup with Tala, didn't they? Because Tala um, manages... They, they were going to escort her down to the, the interrogation room, I think they said they were going yeah, to. Yeah, she they? nicks a blaster, doesn't she? And pew, 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 pew. Um, and they meet up, and Obi-Wan has a fight with some stormtroopers in the corridor, doesn't he? Yes, Where he's, he does. He's got two either side, and he's well, he's got a, a large number of them coming down one end. And he's deflecting blaster bolts, he's chopping away at them, and then a blaster bolt hits the window. It does, and um, just in
1: case you weren't aware, this is completely underwater, this entire place. Mm. So the window cracks. Um, it's a very Bioshock moment, um, if you've played Bioshock. Yeah. Um, all the water's cracking it's coming in Leia sort of looks at him and she's like oh be one it's gonna, it's gonna the crack window. like, the window's gonna crack and I've never seen anyone in any of these films any of these TV series deflect blaster bolts like this guy he's he... just deflecting them left right and centre
0: and he's aiming the deflections. Yeah, I know it's they great. Always, they quite often they would deflect the blaster bolts back at those that are shooting. But it, it's very precision because he does it to close the door, doesn't he, to the corridor where the troopers are coming. Yes. Um, and in one hand he's trying to hold back this glass, and then in the other hand he's holding his lightsaber, just deflecting the blaster bolts that are coming through. And I think that shows ah he's holding the lightsaber with one hand and he's deflecting the blaster bolts, which they use the force to sense where they're coming from. And on the other side, he's also channeling the force to hold back this ridiculously heavy amount of water on a window. But I felt like that went on for about half an hour, just that scene alone. That was just the episode of him holding that window.
1: It, did it seems feel, to drag
0: out a bit. It felt—I think it felt a lot longer than it actually was.
1: Um, but I think that was just because of sort of sort of like how tense it was but he's like holding this cracked window back isn't he and he's sort of holding it together with the force all the while being shooted at shot at not shooted he's being shooted at he's being shot at by these stormtroopers and he's deflecting all these bolts the blaster bolts with one hand with a lightsaber on um but then the blaster door closed like you just said and then they manage to open the door, and as soon as they open the door, he sort of sends the force through all of the windows. It cracks them all, and it floods the passageway, and all the stormtroopers get washed down, and he sort of jumps through the door. It closes, and then they look back, and there's all these... I think it was like... Even though there's quite a lot of death in the shot, it's quite like a really nicely framed shot of them looking through the windows, and there's it's those stormtroopers floating, yeah, floating around, just dead already. They're gone. They've drowned. They're gone.
0: Yeah, I really liked that. I thought that was cool. I was a bit surprised no water made it through the doors. The doors start to crack,
1: didn't they? Slightly, slightly, like a tiny bit of water gets through that crack. But obviously, if it's underwater, then potentially they're going to make it, I mean, at least waterproof to sort of like try and cordon off the areas, aren't they? Yeah, pressurised, yeah. Who bloody knows? Obviously, the person who was contracted to build the Inquisitor's land
0: um because there's lands doesn't make any sense um well whoever built the windows was useless because the exact same window cracked in fallen order five years earlier exactly so (laughs) what the hell's going on spoilers (laughs) yeah exactly spoilers um
1: they um they end up escaping basically they run out they get into the main sort of like Hanger Bay, let's call it. They're running straight forwards. Um, there's sort of a moment where, if you imagine two children wearing a gigantic trench coat to try and get into a pub, but it's um, <laughs> oh, but it's Obi Wan and Leia, and he's sort of got her under his jacket, and they make it almost out. And it's then just on her shoulders. He basically is, um, and <laughs> then and then the third sister arrives with her posse. She stops them. But then these two um like hoff speeders, don't they? Like I don't know what they're actually called, but like Snow speeders. Snow speeders arrive and fly out of the air, start shooting around, um, then they end up both escaping one of them get shot down. But did you find it really, really weird how the speeders could just stop and float?
0: It was a bit odd. It was
1: jarring. But it was just like they they weren't i don't think it was so much that they were floating in the air i think it was more that they were floating but they were completely still there was no movement no vibration no sway yeah. they're just sort of like it's like a an image that's just been post pasted onto the screen
0: there was just so much sway from the camera that you just didn't see it
1: yeah there was but you know i don't know who knows um, you love the camera sway. It's your favourite thing. I do, yeah. <laughs> um wobble, wobble, so wobble, wobble. Next week, you can be um, the UK's leading camera sway expert. <laughs> um, anyway, they escape. It's all good. It cuts to Vader and the third sister. And I've just written down, I've
0: never seen Vader so angry in my life. <laughs> He's yeah, annoyed. I, I love it. He comes storming through. So quick that the cameraman can't stay in front of him and it has to just switch to the shot of the whole room because the cameraman's walking backwards with Vader in front of him and he's like, oh my God, you're too quick. <laughs> uh, but you see him coming through like he is, he is a man on a mission and the second he gets through the door, she is up in the air. Oh, she out. Is. He is shouting at her, I warned you what would happen. Um, and then uh, such fury. And you can tell everyone else in the room is like, geez, this guy's scary. They've probably seen it before, but they're terrified. They
1: are terrified, like, and that's saying something, because, I mean, obviously the Inquisitors are quite serious people, and they're quite fearsome, and to sort of see them scared is sort of another thing. But I think that was nice, because I think, like we were saying last week about his formality of speech, I think it's sort of getting there now. He's sort yeah. of maturing, and the more the more he wants Obi-Wan, the more formal he's getting, because he knows he needs to be like sort of like rigorous and to the line if he wants to get
0: Obi-Wan. I think so. I think he's realising this is going to be harder than he thought. Yeah, he definitely is. Because I think he underestimated Obi-Wan's power. Mm, I think he might have done, <laughs> Might have underestimated the power. I think he knows as well, the longer he leaves it. Because he went in all guns blazing last time and it didn't work. Yeah. And he's probably learned from that. And he's probably realised, right, the, the gig's up now. He knows who I am. He knows that I'm coming after him. The longer I leave this, the stronger he's going to become. Exactly. He knows he's weak. I know he's been in a back-to-tank. I know he's being looked after and he's probably training. I know he's got his lightsaber. And he's just been outdone. He's like, okay, Obi Wan's acting like I remember him being cunning and getting away with stuff. Cause Obi Wan was, he was very cunning and very sneaky. He was a sneaky Pete. He was, he was a little
1: sneaky sneaky boy. Um all the way through the prequels he was sort of like cunning, making all these little plans, very sneaky boy, but he's coming out of that sort of slowness what we were talking about before, weren't we? Like the in the last couple of episodes yeah. that he's sort of because he's disconnected from the force it's slowed him down like quite a bit and he's sort of it's quite nice to see him getting out of that um but anyway that brings us to the end of the episode and it sort of ends on a shot where they're flying away and leia very nicely she picks up her hand and puts it on top of um obi-wan's hand and grasps it sort of like very firmly yeah, and obi-wan so looks sweet. at her fondly and it's sort of like without saying it it's sort of her saying thank you for saving me and um and like she sort of knows how he feels doesn't she?
0: Uh, that's what I got more from it. I don't I didn't get so much the thank you or I got more of a I'm here for you. Like I yeah, know you're struggling yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm going I'm going to look after you. And she's almost looking up to him like a dad. Yeah, I get that. So I got I got as well. She's obviously very grateful and she's like <laughs> it's almost like we're a team and I've got you as well. Yeah. But, no, I yeah. understand. So yeah, but it was really ho- it was so wholesome, like you said at the start. So yes, wholesome. It, honestly, it's um, very nice ending to a great episode. Well, then we get one last little thing, don't we? I don't know if you missed this. Um, just say what it
1: was, uh, Lola. Probably... Oh god, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. So Lola is in her coat, but I don't... how? Well,
0: she no. Lola is um, with. Cause... The woman takes her, doesn't she? The third sister takes her. Well, she must give Lola back, but Lola is now the tracker.
1: Oh God, I didn't
0: even get that. That was right, the tracker. So I understood that she planted the tracker. No one that. Red or something. Right. So Lola I get is you. the tracker. That's I what get that it. Was. Yep. I didn't even realize that. Oh my God, I'm an idiot. I actually didn't even realize. Because she said I planted a tracker. She wasn't lying. Lola is the tracker. That's Jesus. why it was wherever she goes we'll know.
1: I'm an idiot. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I thought she just like without seeing is just lobbed a tracker on, but no, obviously no not. My god, honestly. You should do a podcast about. <laughs> 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 you should really do a podcast. I
0: should, shouldn't I? <laughs> you really should, honestly.
1: Um let's start one. What should we call it? The the Babblers Guild. That's a good name, isn't it?
0: yeah let's do it. why not yeah amazing yeah <laughs> good stuff <laughs> um
1: the um that's the end of it the episode the anyway uh as always, if you don't know, um we have a rating system and it's based upon the Star Wars episode two line of Anakin saying that he doesn't like the sand um and that because it's coarse and it's rough and we decide if a film is really, really coarse or really, really sort of smooth. And the smoother, the better. So if we give it a five, that means it's five on the roughness scale. So it's incredibly rough and we don't like it. If we give it a zero, that's the smoothest, the smoothest roughness you can ever get. It's like glass. Yeah, it's like glass. It's like glass. You're never going to get any smoother than that. Um, Like I said last week, I gave last week to one... um, and I said this episode was sort of on par with it. So I'm just going to stick with that. I'm going to stick with my initial thing. I'm going to give this one also a 1. I really liked it. I thought it was good.
0: Okay. I think I gave it a 0.5, I want to say, last week. I was quite think happy. So. I'm going to say, again, this was, in my eyes, I slightly preferred it. So I'm going to up it to a 0.35. Ooh, my Six. word.
1: <laughs> another another bit. Six. Nine. Any other decimals? Nope.
0: No. No? Are we sure? Oh. Un-bloody-believable. Honestly, you're the decimal king. Three. <gasps> there we go. <laughs> oh, no. you... 0.3. 0.35.
1: <laughs> 0.35. Right, so 0.35 and I'm going with a one. Now, there's only two episodes left. There are. And I'm getting pretty sad because I want this I to carry on. I want this to carry on further. But I can see how it's slowly wrapping up. But, I mean, obviously, what they've basically done is they probably had, like, a two-hour film yeah. written and they went, how can we turn this into a six-episode miniseries? Yeah, definitely. Which
0: I'm fine with. I'm completely fine with that. Like, go go, ahead. Go on with it. It's fine. I'm just grateful for any content, whether it's fan-made or, or what have you. I don't mind. I just love seeing it. I love seeing it. You love... yeah, You, you absolutely really love to see it.
1: Um... I'm going to say that we're going to wrap it up. Um, The music's playing right now. Um, I think this has been quite a a a chilled one, actually. It's been quite a chilled episode. It has been. It was,
0: yeah, very nice.
1: Very nice. Very nice chilled. Obviously, um, we'll be back next week with episode five, and then it's the conclusion, and then we are getting back on track with the films, and we're going to go for Rogue One. It's going to be a good time. We're going to absolutely love it. Moulon um, Rouge 1. Moulon Rouge 1. Um, that's all for me. That's all for me. It's all for uh, uh, you. <laughs> Goodbye.
0: Bye. See ya.